Henry Bonsu on Times Radio. Yes, indeed. Now, next Monday marks 50 years since the 1973 coup in Chile, led by General Augusto Pinochet. Pinochet, who was secretly backed by the US, overthrew Salvador Allende, the world's first democratically elected Marxist president, and went on to rule with a brutal dictatorship, an iron fist, for 17 years. So, half a century later, how is the country still affected by the legacy of this coup? Let's talk to Latin America correspondent John Bonfilio. John, hello again. Hey, Henry. Hi. Now, the Pinochet regime lasted, what, 17 years, but it casts a very long shadow. That's what I've been saying all evening. Um, how long and how dark would you say is the shadow? I mean, it is ongoing. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll get into reasons why. It is still playing out before our eyes. And, and the extent of the darkness wasn't just chilly-wide, but also led to the destabilization of... Uh, the region based on policies which were enacted in Chile. Of course, uh, you know, it was really important for Chile, but it continues to be amongst the most important events in the history, I would say, of Latin America. And it continues to, to resonate. Of course, it marked the point at which the, you know, what you might term the utopic left uh, was not just defeated in Chile, but also seen to be defeated. Um, and it led directly to the defeat of similar movements across the region. And it still defines, uh, to my mind, almost every act in Latin America today. Look, just three years after the coup in Chile, more than 80% of the population in Latin America found themselves under right-wing dictatorships. This was by 1976. Um, in Chile itself, 3,200 were killed or disappeared, at nearly 40,000 tortured. But based on the fact that it's worth remembering contextually, we were in the middle of the Cold War and the US had a fear about the domino, potential domino effect, the famous domino effect of Marxism spreading. That directly led to what was then called Operation Condor, in which led to the regional extermination of leftists, US-backed regional extermination of leftists for the next 20 years. And that leads right up to the present day, not just in terms of memory, but in terms of ongoing political and civil conflict in Chile today. You say, you mentioned memory, John. So how is Chile preparing to mark this big day on Monday? Uh, they, they are uh, hosting numerous countrywide events. President Boric, 37-year-old leftist, uh, it's worth saying, the first president in Chile not to, to have been born after uh, the coup is attending a ceremony with leaders from Mexico, Colombia, Argentina and Uruguay, which you would expect because of, you know, their leftist uh, tendencies. So those are the, I guess, the kind of the prosaic markings of, you know, of the event and what took place over the course of the next uh, week. But more specifically, I think more broadly, and which will resonate more greatly, uh, last week the government unveiled the first government plan in history to establish what happened to the disappeared because many are still uh, unaccounted for, given Pinochet's, I mean, Pinochet had a number of, Pinochet administration had a number of uh, horrendous policies, but one of the, which was dropping leftists into the Pacific Ocean, so their remains could never be found. And in particular, last week, we had the final ruling in the case of uh, the folk singer Victor Hara, famous uh, Chilean folk singer, in which ex, seven ex-soldiers in their 70s and 80s have just had their convictions upheld, and which led to a big event last week, because one of those officers committed suicide, just as officers were going to arrest him and led to a, a big issue about notions of cowardice and facing up 
to, to justice. All of this, of course, against the backdrop of social protests and the new constitution, which Chile has been struggling over for, uh, for the last few years. So it is, again, you know, not, it doesn't feel anything like a historical event. It feels as though, it's very, as though Chile is very much living a present conflict um, with a, a, a context of the past to colour it, even though, it's also worth saying, 70% of Chileans have been born after the coup. So the, the, the fading of memory is also an important factor in how things feel there at the moment. Yep, and of all the events that um, people who are very concerned about America's role in the world um, use as a stick to beat them with and to accuse them of hypocrisy, especially when it comes to either China acting um, in its backyard or Russia right now with Ukraine, they'll say, well, hang on a minute, look at what you did in Chile and several other countries, covert operations, assassinations, sponsoring of radical right-wing groups. This is one of the index offences people point to, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It is a seminal uh, series of events, uh, nefarious events that, that that took place in Chile and marked out Chile and again regionally since you know since that time fifty years ago, eleventh of September, uh, nineteen seventy three. Uh, Empire and imperial acts, Henry, are imperial acts. It doesn't matter if they are Chinese. It doesn't matter if they are Russian. It doesn't matter if they are uh, American. To those that are experiencing imperial acts, they feel exactly the same, whoever the author is. All right, John Bonfilio, thank you very much indeed for joining us, John, Latin America correspondent, looking ahead to the day which will fall on Monday next week, marking 50 years since the 1973 coup in Chile, led by General Augusto Pinochet. Thank you very much for your thoughts, and I know they'll surely come.